world episode 350 of the Chamberlain Chance and Alex podcast, the best podcast. So really, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, one of the longest running podcasts in all the land. That's true. Someone's uh, going to discover us and run through our entire back catalog and then pay us money. I, somehow. We, ha- we do not have any political futures. I that much is certain. That 100% certain. I'm okay with that, though. Um... I went back in time to stop myself from becoming a dictator. This is how I do it. So, so there's a problem in that uh, Chamberlain has not played Dead Space the remake. Uh, that that is true, but you can't exactly spoil it for me. So feel free to talk about it in whatever means you wish. Man. Oh, but it's slightly different. It, well, okay, yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot different, and it's different in a lot of excellent ways. Yes, this is true. That that I'm pretty happy about. Um, they made they did a lot of talk about how like you can really just walk through the entire Ishimura if you want to from one end to the other and uh, pretty much you always have complete run of anywhere you've ever been you can always go back it's great there's only one thing where if you move like you you can kinesis uh, a block and then if you open a, and then if you open a container that was behind the block before you moved it you can now never move that block back and it will block off access to an earlier area so you, you just have to go back the other way, the way you originally came to get to that uh, that door back there. Um, I really like it. I like that there's all these yep. side quests. I like that it's fleshing out all this additional story shit. Uh, Isaac's mother was a Scientologist, and she went... Or not a Scientologist, a Unitologist. It's, look, they invite the comparison. <laughs> um, <laughs> with, with, with flashing cone lights... Yeah, and uh, like you know, you, you find out about like Isaac's personal history a little bit. Um, the only thing I didn't like about the added dialogue, first of all, Hammond, the guy who's like the leader of their group. Yeah, that actor is the weakest actor in the in the game. He was better. He and Doctor Kine were better in the first game. Um, Doctor Kine, I didn't mind so much. Um, one thing that bugged me is they never like they show you all these bodies with. Uh, with like a, the bloody circle in the middle of their forehead, but I don't think they ever showed what kind was actually doing to them. No, 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 no. Um, not the mad doctor, the doctor that tried to help that dies in the end. He was played by Keith Sarabica, who was who's done a million fucking things in the first game, and he was really fucking going for it. My favorite part of the first game, the new guy doesn't go for half the energy. Hmm. I think it's the same guy that played the mad doctor, though. He he was having a great time. The guy who made the hunter, yeah, and and I love so I so you find out like how the hunter was made. You find out who that patient yeah, was that. who ended up becoming the hunter. Uh, you find out how active Nicole was behind the scenes in trying to fight the unitologists on the ship. Uh, you find out um, uh, you find out a lot about like the and it, that's one of the things I kind of was a little disappointed by is it makes it all very plain text. You don't have to go digging to find out that this marker is not an actual marker of alien origin. It was created by the uh, Earth government. Mm, that's that's all dialogue from the first game. Is it? Yes. Oh. I, they changed I, I, alien? very. They changed very very little. A lot. Like it's eighty percent word for word. And and every single sequence you remember, like down to the. Uh, uh, down to the layout of rooms. Everything you remember from the first game is pretty much still there. It like, is there's, not a problem. It's not a problem at all. There's all these extra doors and shit that now make the ship make more sense as you as you uh, travel through it. Um, 
My brother says he feels like the gunplay doesn't feel as good. I no. Completely, I completely disagree. You Absolutely not. It is so much better. I, yeah, I think it's better. And like, just okay, am I wrong? The, um, the plasma cutter used to have a lot more stopping power. Um, okay, well, by the end of the, my first normal run-through, like, did you run through it on normal or you go straight to yeah, hard? Yeah, I, I did normal. I started on hard and was like, went to normal. I was like, I'm not going to finish this in time. Yeah, no, <laughs> but by the end of my first run-through on normal, it was like, um, uh, you, know, you know those big fat guys where if you shoot them in the tummy, all the little guys come out? My, I hate those. Yeah, I, I have a clip that I never uploaded where one of those guys was coming for me, so I hit him with stasis, and he just kind of goes to the side, and I aim up, and I shoot off both his arms with one shot of the plasma cutter, and that's the encounter. Yep. So, yeah, the plasma cutter still has all the punch it needs. Like, you can still just go, boom, there goes the leg, boom, there goes the arm, and now I, he's dead. I don't remember the Ripper being able to keep people at a distance so well. Um, no, it was. Like, that was the whole point of it, is you could, like, couldn't you, like, send the blade out and then sweep it back and forth? Yeah. In the first one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember being this useful, though. I had fun with everything. I literally haven't tried the Ripper yet. The only two weapons I've tried are the plasma cutter and the contact beam. Those are great. I've always had a soft spot for the pulse rifle. Pulse rifle's the best for crowds. Um, you're, like, alone in that. Everyone hates the pulse <laughs> rifle. I don't understand worst. it. I, I like it just fine. I always go for that. I didn't. I didn't get into the pulse rifle. Um, but my first playthrough was a was the one gun trophy playthrough, which I got no problems. Yeah. And now I'm running through it on New Game Plus Hard. And my only real complaint about it, first of all, the anti-aliasing on PS5 is, is fucked. Jaggy. Oh, it like, looks incredible on PC. It is um, not deck verify. That's a disgusting lie. If there's more than one necromorph on screen, it stops for like three seconds. Oh, shit. So Bullshit. What's wrong anyway. with the anti-aliasing? Is it just jaggy or what is it? Well, it... Jaggy, may, yeah. Like, maybe I should be looking closer. Maybe it's fixed now because it wasn't bugging me in my last few sessions and they have patched it. But what, basically what it is is if something was dark, its resolution was lower than every, anything else in the scene. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah, because it was, some, it was some solution for the Frostbite engine that works really well with... Uh, the other games that Frostbite does that aren't as dark as Dead Space, but in Dead Space, like everything's fucking dark, so you're I noticing. Mean, well, have you tried not looking at the shadows? <laughs> no, because the whole, whole game is fucking shadows. <laughs> the other thing that really bugs me, and this was in the first game as well, and it pisses me the fuck off. Have you gotten into New Game Plus yet, Alex? Not at all. Okay, so you I, get I just, up. Just finished. <laughs> You get up to the end of Dead Space and you're in the level 5 suit. The level 5 engineering suit looks fucking awesome. It does. It's got I it's love got the like design. Yes, it's got all these uh, armor like really well defined armor pieces down his arms. He's got them all down his stomach and he's got them down uh, the front of both thighs. It looks fucking awesome. Now, you can't fully upgrade it. There's like another five nodes that you can upgrade once you get into New Game Plus and unlock the security suit. The security suit looks like a cartoon character. Oh no! It it looks absolutely fucking awful. Like like I encourage you. Like let's go to Google Images. Oh, uh, no. uh, Dead Space remake security suit or just level six suit maybe. Images. Uh, no, none of these are it. Uh, level six suit. Click. Yeah, what you're looking for is something that's, that kind of has like a skull mask, and it's all white. It looks so fucking dumb, and I'm sure uh... it was. I'm sure it was way easier for the modelers 
making the suits to do, I'm sure it's easier on the game engine to execute. But um, but compared to the level 5 suit, it's fucking stupid looking. And you can't just reapply the earlier suit look. You can't. The it only looks like option... a, a Call of Duty thing, honestly. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. And, and you can go into the store and the only option you have is to... Um, is to swap into basically the Dead Space 1 suit. Oh, no, I hated it. It looks so gross. Yeah, which doesn't look good compared to what you've been playing for the past 15 hours. No, it's been um, a welcome upgrade. Yeah, and so I uh, so I went and paid 10 bucks for the DLC for downloadable suits, and all of those are just kind of like the level 2 engineering suit with a different um, with a different texture on it. One of them has a bunch of uh, marker writing, and the other one is all bloody. And there's there's a couple more that I didn't like at all. So I spent ten bucks for for basically just to get something that looked a little less awful That's than really this dumb. level you six can't suit. Just change back into it. It's so dumb. It's so disappointing. It was disappointing in uh, in 2007. It's disappointing now. Uh, but that is my only complaint about the remake. Otherwise, I was loving being a gamer for a couple days after this came out. I just it's, I played the fuck out of it. It's sad how few action horror games have come close to even Dead Space. Well, even Dead Space itself started avoiding what was great about itself with Dead Space 3. Um, they're definitely doing Dead Space 2. They're definitely doing Dead Space 2. I kind of hope they avoid Dead Space 3. And apparently they have some ideas for Dead Space 4. Um, but I would absolutely take a Dead Space I, 2 from this team. It, it, in their hands, I think Dead Space 3 is salvageable. Move um, all the co-op stuff. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll probably like, like, like inter- integrate some of like the insanity co-op stuff. That like you did you ever play that? Um, I yeah. think I played through it with my brother. Oh, I don't remember the insanity stuff. No, like you're playing as the um the guy that hasn't had the marker removed yet, and you see him like having PTSD hallucinations. I thought that was really good. I vaguely recall that, but no. three like the only thing about three that wasn't disappointing were the spacewalks. Um, how it how it let you become insanely overpowered with whatever kind of gun you wanted. You could just make any gun, and you could make some ridiculous, ridiculous yes, guns. make some stupid guns. And I'm pretty sure all the ammo was standardized across all weapons in Dead you Space did. 3. Yeah. It was just cost. Yeah, so, uh, so to, like, yeah, let's let's not relitigate really Dead, Dead Space 3. was a disappointment. Um, this was 100% worth the 100 bucks I ended up getting charged for it. No, no, it was, it was, you know, um, everything I wanted and just a little bit more. Yes, and that that little bit more was so valuable to me. I really, I really enjoyed incentive to go back and re-explore the Ishimura, and uh, and the AI. It just looks, it looks so fucking good. It looks great, and the AI director just kind of really nails it. Where yeah. it it's never too quiet for too long. Um, and then when it when it cranks it up, it feels it feels reasonable. So you never know what's going to be in this room because the AI director might just want to decide to fuck with you right now. I, I think they made the scorpions less bullshit. What are what are the scorpions? The the the, guy, the, the leapers, flying dudes. The leapers, you mean? The, with the, like the they hit you with their t- they're, they're like uh, yeah they have like uh, a spike tail and two arms spine spine tail. No, they still felt like assholes to me. I still hated. Them. <laughs> I, I, I took them down so much faster this time. Maybe I'm just better. The um, it has uh, been time. In yeah, in, time. in new game plus, there's like I forget what the word is for it, but there's like nightmare enemies, and these are just basically the same enemies 
It's just they're more aggressive, and it will take like six shots from a plasma cutter to take off one limb. Oh, um, yeah, no. like they are just Ew. bullet fucking. So they're big daddies. Yeah, they're they're sponges. Um, that part I don't really like because, like, even now, so many years later, after all, they still all games require you to shoot for the head, and Dead Space just you know gives it a twist and makes it's it such a good twist and makes it makes shooting so interesting again, even against all these enemies that are mostly melee. There's like two different enemies that aren't melee. Did they have the acid spitters in the first game? Yes. Oh, I don't remember them at all. And the, their legs used to be invulnerable. Oh, God, I don't remember that. Yeah, they sucked. Well, they suck in this one, too. I really hate they them. They sure do. The, the most damage that I tend to get tends to be from those guys, and mm-hmm. one, of the, one, of the little, one of the little babies that I haven't seen on a wall hits me from afar. But, uh, no, it's... Oh, it's, wall it's, babies. It's fucking wonderful. It's absolutely Was wonderful. Was the nursery in Dead Space 1 or Dead Space 2? Two. Two. Two? Okay. So there's, it's there's a lot there's a lot of classic wonderful Dead Space moments that uh, that you don't get in this game. Mm-hmm. And, and you gotta wait for the sequel, but Does it end at a jump scare? Yeah. Oh no, it's got like that the exact same, same jump scare as the original? It's a little exact... it's a little smoother this time. I like yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's it's slightly different, but it's it's pretty much exactly the same. Um I like yeah, the new Nicole fine. a lot. Yeah, well, okay, I didn't think her actor was as strong as the first one, but... Uh, she had a lot sto- more to do as a character. Yeah, the story of this Nicole I liked a lot more. Their, their relationship was a lot more fraught. Um, Not just that, but but her, the character, was, was more interesting, more heroic. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and... I mean, I don't want to get into spoiler territories, because there, there is, it's... like, one kind of story thing that's... Changed. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's... How can you have spoilers? It's it's more or less a remake. No, they, they changed they, some stuff. One thing they was did? changed, and it is it okay. is kind of major. Yeah. And I disagree with it because with the first time I was in a room with this character, Alex, um, you can't shoot them, but I did melee them, and my and my melee went right through them, and I'm like, aha! It is a it is a hallucination. Ah, I cheated. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm. So. But yeah, overall, that, man, I forgot about that. I forgot you could do that in the first yeah. game. Yeah, nine out of, nine out of ten. Mm. I I love fucking disassembling necromorphs. I love walking up to a corpse and stomping on it to make a you know five dollars pop out. Um, I love shooting a guy's <laughs> arm off, telekinesisly picking it up before it hits the ground and firing it through a guy's chest cavity to pin him to a wall. Dead space fucking rocks, and it's an indictment yeah. of the industry. That it's taken until they remade Dead Space to make a game as good as Dead Space again. <laughs> I mean, like, when... I should have known the writing was on the wall when they took down Visceral. Visceral can't make games anymore. Shit was fucked. Um, they took down Visceral because all the suits got involved in the design of Dead Space 3 and forced the microtransactions and all that, and the co-op. It's fucking gross. They should have had the decency to give him a Dragon Age 4 after that. <laughs> I'm serious. There is a Dragon Age 4. I know. Yeah, like, I, well, I'll believe it when I see it. If it comes out, I still expect That's Bioware cool. to be disbanded any day now. But oh no, Inquisition <laughs> was three, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, no. There's there was a trailer like two years. They're, ago. They're calling it Dragon Age Four, um, the Dreadwolf. Right, Wait, no, it's yeah. just Dreadwolf, isn't it? It's I'm calling it Dragon Age Four, I guess. It's, that's what it is. Which I I I will play. Well, I don't know. By the time it 
By the time it comes out, the Dragon Age name has kind of lost most of the cachet it had in the industry. Inquisition was 2015. Oh, God. Really? Yep. It feels longer. (laughs) It feels like it's been longer. I mean, you know. It's been eight years at least. Yeah, but COVID has been, you know. And ex- has been doubled. It's has doubled each, all that time. Each year yeah, double like it. Two years at least. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know who I was in t- 2015 anymore. Oh, we were we Single. were optimistic, wide-eyed children. Oh, that that Trump shit will stop any day now. <laughs> um. Okay. So, what is the name of this uh, this Xbox? Uh... Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. The more I see A it, the more I love it. Thirty-dollar game. So it's it's not free on Game Pass. It is free on Game Pass, but oh, if you okay. want to purchase it, it's only thirty dollars. It's not a full priced game. It could okay. very well be, but it's not. It's a thirty dollar game. It is a rhythm slash combat brawler game, like Devil May Cry with a beat. Okay. Yes. And what's beautiful about it is where it begins mechanically is not where it ends. Okay. It starts out very simply. You've got you know, heavy attack and light attack and a dodge. But the twist immediately is that everything in the entire world happens on the beat of whatever song is playing, including the world itself. The world is pulsating and moving to the beat. Every attack you make happens on the beat, whether or not you push the button on the beat. And that's where the rhythm part comes in. If you hit your light attack on the beat, cool. You get a little, like a positive sound and you do more damage. If you don't hit it on the beat, then your attack is delayed until the next beat. So you can mash away if you want and you'll attack, but you won't get the cool stuff. Okay. Complication on on top of that, heavy attacks are two beats. So you can't just go heavy, heavy, heavy. You have to go heavy, rest, heavy, rest, heavy to kind of get it to keep lighting up with the beat. Hmm. But because the whole world and 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 everything is pulsating and moving to it, it becomes very easy to kind of fall into the song and you just start mechanically doing it. The dodges happen on the beat. If you dodge and you hit it on the beat, you can do another one and another hmm. one. You can get three dodges in a row if you happen to land on the beat with your dodge. And this oh is just the God. beginning stuff. It's Hades Crypt and the Necro Dancer. Yeah, well, kind of. Then it adds in uh, some assists. You have assists you can call. And at first, it's just for some puzzles in the in the area, but then you realize that the assists are for specific enemies. You can have an assist that you know puts out fires or breaks armor or extends combos. Then there are also add-ons to the assists where if you hit the right button at the end of a combo, the assist will come in and do something cool. Then there's a parry. But the enemies attack on the beat. So mm-hmm. as you're paying attention, you can parry on the beat and usually catch your parries. So the fact okay, now, that everything now, to, is kind to of... back up to what Alex said about Hades, this is not a roguelike in any capacity, No, correct? not, no. Okay. This is a linear action game. Okay. But there it, are three dodges. I was dodges saying, like, like, heavy Hades. attack, light attack, dodge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the, Because everything is kind of quantized <laughs> to the beat, and that's a real world word, by the way, it just, it, it everything feels nice and smooth when you're playing. Okay. So as things get more complicated and the songs get more interesting, more rhythm, the songs themselves become more rhythmically complex, it's still easy to kind of follow along. It does get hard. It, it ends up throwing some difficult enemies at you and there's a lot going on. But as long as you can kind of internalize the beat of what's happening, the combat just is very fluid and very satisfying. It is 
I don't want to say it looks as good as like a Guilty Gear because that's the kind of art style it's going of like the it's 3D but looking like a cartoon. But that's the basic idea. It's not look. It doesn't look as good as Guilty Gear, but that's the yeah. idea. For no, it, it. looks it great. Is it looks some of the most stylish shit I've seen since Persona. Oh, 5. I mean, it, it's yeah. it it looks. I mean, I, I don't want to disparage it. It looks really good. The the environments are really cool looking. It does tend to reuse environments. Like twice in a row, like you'll do a mission and your next mission will be in the same basic environment because, again, this is a $30 game. They didn't have a bazillion dollars to blow on it, but at least you're in different parts of the same area. So that's not bad. Cutscenes are amazing. The voice acting is fun. I mean, you're, you're, the player character starts off as annoying, and that's the point. He's annoying. But then he learns as the game goes that they, come a more, they become a more cohesive team with everybody else. So, you know, very simple story of you against, you know, big business, but it kind of resonates. Where it really kicks in, though, is it's got licensed songs put in the perfect places. Okay. Hmm. And, and like, mild spoiler here for, for the kind of the, the final confrontation. I just want to talk about the song, right? So... Hmm. The final boss comes out, and and the big bosses are always in state, like multi stage bosses. One of them is this accountant who turns into a werewolf, and it's hilarious because he's this little like mousish accountant, and then he morphs into this twenty foot tall werewolf. Hmm. So, literal Wolf of Wall Street stuff. It was hilarious. Um, but the final boss is two nine inch nails, the perfect drug. Which you've never heard of this song. Immediately endears me to the game. <laughs> yes. No, it's see you because you and I are the same age. We know this song, right? This is an old song. I mean, I hadn't heard it for a long time. But the way it works is that, like, during the first bit, the first stage of the combat, it goes through a verse and then it vamps for a while. And then the second stage of the combat, it goes through a verse and it vamps. And you get to the third stage and you are fighting the final stage of the final boss to the drum break from the perfect drug. And it is, without exaggerating, one of the coolest things I've ever experienced. Hmm. It's just. And you, it just made me feel good. It made me happy to be doing this at this time. You know, and this how many Xbox games ex- do this? This is Xbox but, exclusive because they own Tango Gameworks now, right? As part of Bethesda. Because yes. they own Bethesda and Bethesda owns Tango Gameworks, yeah. And it's on PC as well. Um, yeah. It is. It's just endearing and fun and, and self-deprecating what it needs to be. But the combat has meat to it. And... I mean, New Game Plus, you open it up and you can go back through levels and find hidden stuff. There's a there's a tower challenge for the combat if you want to do that. At the end of the game, you can go back and start earning dollars to change outfits. You can't change outfits during the game, but if you want to at the end, you can, once you finish, you can go back through and start changing everybody's outfits. Um, there's a left shark joke from the, the Katy Perry from the Super Bowl. How many years ago there was? You can have a left shark costume and fight as that. I mean, it's, there's even at least one Evil Within reference in there which was fun. Mm. So I I don't want anybody to just be scared off by the fact it's a rhythm game. It is a rhythm game, and you have to treat it that way. But as far as rhythm games go, this is up there with Guitar Man as far as quality of rhythm games. And that's high praise, because Guitar Man is an absolute classic. But it's the, the combat is, is more than good enough to hold it up there. It's, I mean, the fact that this dropped with no warning and was good... Just it's blows weird. my mind. It's amazing. I think I part of I think part of the reason it resonates with me specifically is that for for years, probably decades, I've had an idea in my head for a game, like a shooter, like a like a Gradius or a Darius game, 
where everything that happens happens to the beat. And I can play through the whole first level in my head and it's to uh, Rage Against the Machine Freedom. And suddenly, suddenly, somebody actually made this game. It's just now it's a, a brawler instead of a shooter. So it's like, well, unconsciously, was... somebody knew what I wanted and made the game. <laughs> there was a first-person shooter. Like, there was a Metal Hellsinger, right? Metal Hellsinger is just not as good. Oh. Metal Hellsinger, it's probably because Hi-Fi Rush makes the beat so obvious visually. If you can hit one button and have a little, have a little beat counter, on the bottom of the screen, and the little floating cat thing with you pulses to the beat. So it's always right there. Metal Hellsinger doesn't have those same visual cues. You could play Hi-Fi Rush if you couldn't hear, hmm. and it would still work. Whereas Metal Hellsinger was all audio. So out of 10, what would you give it? This is a 9 out of 10. It's amazing. I mean, the, the only issue is there are ah. some frame rate hits sometimes, and... It doesn't have the ability to change the timing. Um, like Rock Band has the ability to adjust the delay, the visual and audio delay, based on your speaker setup. And this one does not. Oh. So I think some people's complaints are if they are if they have a lot of delay in their setup, it can absolutely cause a problem. It's got a little thing where you can measure in there, like if as long as you're in this, you'll be okay. But it doesn't let you alter the time in yeah. between video and audio at all. Um, I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Maybe it's a budget thing. I have no idea. But that's missing, and, and I see complaints about it. It doesn't work. Well, that's probably because your stereo sucks. Just play with <laughs> headphones or something. You'll be fine. All right, so, so I it's... can't imagine Hi-Fi Rush took you very long. It's about 10 hours. Okay, but what else did no. you play is my point. Um, I it's actually more than sampled... I thought. Yeah, no, it's, it's a solid 10 hours. Each level is like an hour long. Good, big levels. Uh, I sampled God, Ink Illuminati. It just so smooth, so beautiful. Oh, I know. It's amazing how it looks. Yeah. You should, uh, yeah, so I sampled Ink Illuminati, which was on Game Pass. It's as if someone saw Darkest Dungeon and wanted to make it cute. Doesn't work. No. Doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be taking places in the margins of pages written in the Middle Ages. Like, you have, you, you, you play as the giant hand coming in and drawing things. And oh, things. I've seen this. Yeah, yeah. mechanically, Spell ink it doesn't Luminati work. Ink as in, like, like ink, it's a mouthful. I-N-C, Luminati. Yeah. It, it's not... The tutorial it, was bad. It didn't explain things very well. Putting that into YouTube returns nothing. This game doesn't exist. I swear it was called. Yeah, Inkumanati. sadly, the only reason why I know about it is because the um, developers friends with Josh Sawyer and they were trading uh, Pentiment memes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, that's about it. Actually, I was kind of busy this week, and, and, and whenever I had time, I was just playing Hi-Fi Rush. I've been wow, plugging away at Persona Five anymore. again. There you go. Yeah. Again, again. I know. On, I'm on, sorry. On the deck, I imagine. Uh, yeah, it runs incredibly on the deck. Holy shit. And I've, you know, I've put off... Have you heard about the maid confidant? No. I've avoided her for like six playthroughs. Because what happens in that confidant story is a sex crime. And it's so much worse than I feared. <laughs> Basically, your teacher is broke and works as a hot oh, maid. Oh, yeah, I'd heard about that. It's super fucking gross. I didn't hear about the sex crime, but... She calls you master. She lets you get away with shit in the class the better you get along with her. It's weird. 
It's yeah, dark. Well, doesn't she end up being like basically like a love interest? Yes. Yes. She never stops calling a master. It's fucked, Japan. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and the thing is, one of the, one of the reasons speechless. I was I was initially attracted to Persona Three and Persona Four was because I felt like these were Japanese games that while they did have some tropes, like they always had the beach episode mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Persona 5 immediately felt problematic to me. It's it, very problematic. It, it didn't feel like it was dealing with these things in a way that I actually respected coming from a Japanese Sometimes style. it does. Yeah, sometimes it does. There's a lot of story like... arcs in, in 5 that are really good. Like the journalist you've become friends with is fucking awesome. Makado is a great character. Uh, honestly, the DA who's kind of like interrogating you for the whole game is fine. There's a lot of great female characters and a lot of problematic bullshit. Hmm. Like, um, in the girl in the cat's suit, sometimes she complains that her boobs are getting bigger again. Aww. And I wish I was kidding. Yeah. Forgot about that one. <laughs> it might only be in the Japanese voice version. Because I don't remember seeing anything like that in the English voice version. Yeah, That's yeah, wow, shit, weird. Persona 5. Still a great game. Still one of the best turn-based combat RPGs yeah, ever designed. you come back to how good the turn-based combat is. And I'm, it's I'm so just, fucking I'm just watching footage of this maid. <laughs> it's rough, rough stuff. I mean, I'm not saying I'm better than this. I just... <laughs> no, I remember you and your titty brawlers. Yeah, I love those titty brawlers. Yeah, and I, I love this RPG that is very... Very Japanese in some indefensible and, ways. And in in Alex's defense, the combat in those titty brawlers wasn't great. It was just good, but it was fun. I don't know how I still have fun fusing personas. I don't know how it managed to surprise me after all this time. Mm. It's a great fucking game. And the soundtrack. Holy fuck. Oh my god. Well, the soundtrack's oh. excellent. Fucking hell. And the visual Best battle themes of, ever written for a game. The visual style of Persona 5 is still pretty fucking... Unique uh, and um, God. the it, the it wind the wind spells the wind spells look so good. Oh, just just the character design, the, the character portraits, the the UI, the UI in Persona Five yeah, is no. stylish as fuck. I will never stop watching my little pet cartoon cat bounce around like a maniac. I love him. So oh, I, uh, I got the name wrong. It's Inculinati. Okay, spell that. I N it's it's I-N-K-U-L-I-N-A-T-I. still an awful ungoogleable name. L I N A T I. Inculinati. You you've uh, made an ungoogleable title. Yeah. I it's it's bad. Oh, I got it now. Inculinati. Yeah. Inculinati. What the fuck? I... That's how you don't even wind up on the top twenty of Steam in your first week <laughs> with a name. <laughs> when like you that. just came out. That's how much oh, of an impression it made on me. I got the name wrong. Oh, this this looks neat. Yeah. It does look neat, looks but neat, I've heard but... very very mixed things. On a controller, it doesn't Do you, work. Maybe it works better with a mouse, but it's just... I don't know. It wasn't for me. If you if you play one medieval England-typed uh, cartoon adventure, make it Pentiment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh... Don't, uh... That game moved me. Don't don't listen... Or don't, I, I'm, I'm guessing you probably don't do anything with um, zero punctuation anymore, but he reviewed Pentiment. No. It would make okay. you mad. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't watch it. He's stopped. It, look, it's it's telling a great story very well in like ways only a game can. I don't know what people wanted out of it. His uh, complaint really was that the branching storylines don't actually branch. It doesn't actually mean anything. It all comes back together. Hmm. 
Yeah, no, that's the point of the story. Oh my god, it's Yahtzee. Yeah. Nothing matters. He talks fast and makes dick jokes. Just you know, yeah. look. The whole point of the game is you can't stop awful things from happening. All you can do is your best. And you can either live your life or not. He also did mention Give the up or don't. thing that you did about not knowing if you solved the murder correctly. Because it doesn't really tell you. you. There's no such thing as solving the murder correctly. That's kind of the point of the story. <laughs> it just sucks. You can just pick who dies and it sucks. And your character spends a lifetime trying to deal with that guilt. It's great. Uh, did anyone watch uh, Anna Kendrick on Hot Ones last week? I did. No. I haven't watched. Oh, you did? I did. How'd she, how'd she do? She did very well. Today's Brian Cranston. He does amazingly well. He does better than uh, Sean does. Sean's starting to like, he he hits the bomb and every week now he's hurting. Oh, well, I mean. It can't he, be good for you. No, he's he's probably eating too much of this shit. Yeah. Cranston does he was, taste anything Cranston anymore? was amazing. He just kind of. Soldiered through it. He always like a is, pig, but soldiered through it. Well, he, he is the he single most affable human alive. Like, did they shoot uh, Breaking Bad actually in New Mexico? Because that might explain yes. it. <laughs> I'm sure he's got a. Oh yeah, no, it was it was a big deal. Like they kept a lot of those that town in business. Hmm. Uh, you should watch it. He tells so a, he that... tells a great story about uh, how the meth on Breaking Bad tasted. <laughs> yeah, it's rock candy. Yep. <laughs> Imagine it tasted like blueberries. Uh, no, cotton candy. Oh, okay. So, does that mean it's time for headlines? I think headlines. so. Headlines. <clears throat> In entertainment news, Hulu's Hit Monkey will get a season two, but will no longer be known as Marvel's Hit Monkey. What? Uh, well, okay. So apparently, like Marvel basically shut down all their cartoons, the Modoc, all that shit. And now it's no that longer is... Marvel. Dunning. Yeah, I know it's weird, but either way, I'm thrilled that like because I checked out Modoc, I know like Pat yeah, Marshall. It's okay. Mm, I don't. I don't mourn it. <laughs> I I really enjoyed season one of Hit Monkey, so I'm quite pleased it's getting. It season was good. Two. Uh, all of the season one talent is returning. Season two will take place mostly in New York City, and Leslie Jones is joining the voice cast. So you played Gears of War, right? Uh, I, I have played like the first three back in the day. Okay. Yeah. Baird is Hit Monkey. Baird is hit monkey. What? Baird is just doing monkey noises for that whole show. Oh, okay. Oh. It was like the He's a crazy talk. talented man. <laughs> uh, King... I, thought, I thought Bear was the best actor in that bunch. Uh, King of the Hill is being revived at Hulu. Oh. Okay. Um, if you can, if you can make Dale funny post Trump, <laughs> good luck. Because it's yeah. deeply sad to me now. No, there's definitely hilarious shit about it. The Daily there, Show. I, 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 they they have to have something for it. Are they going to age the characters? Is Bobby going to be older? Or is it just going to be like The Simpsons where nothing changes? I haven't read much about it. I just know, like, I saw that it was coming back. I was like, is that real? And then uh, Lauren Tom, who did Amy on Futurama and, mm-hmm. um, and some of the characters on King of the Hill, was like, yeah, it's coming back. And I'm like, oh, it's coming back. Is Mike Judge still involved? I mean, everyone, everyone's working still. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Stephen Root was so good in Barry this year. Stephen Root, who's that? Stephen Root was um, Bill. Yeah. Stephen Root is um, Barry's uncle. Barry's uncle. Fuck, I forget that character. The one... He gets shot in the heart and left in the desert this season? And Barry? Is there a new Barry going on right now? Yeah, season three. No, I already watched season three. I don't remember the uncle at all. Yeah, Stephen Root is is like the hitman uncle, or like the the organizer. 
Oh, oh, the guy who's not actually his uncle, but... Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Okay, no, no, he does great. Um, no. <clears throat> Fox has renewed The Simpsons, Family Guy, and Bob's Burgers through 2025. Okay. I'm still down for Family Guy. Uh, Murray Bartlett and Nick Offerman and the rewriting of Bill's story in The Last of Us. Um, mm-hmm. It was like the enti- entertainment story of the week was episode three I of mean, The Last of Us on HBO. I've seen my wife cry at entertainment maybe three times. <laughs> and um, is, uh, yeah, the request for one last day fucking wrecked her. All right, so. Yeah, that was really sweet. It's been a long time. I don't remember who Bill is. Okay. In the last don't of us, don't worry about it. In the last yeah. of us, in the game, the last of us, uh, Joel and Ellie, uh, Tess, Tess has you know uh, been bitten. She's been left behind. She's dead. Joel and Ellie now move uh, east or wherever they're headed, and one of their first stops on the way is Bill's town. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bill's town is this incredibly uh, fortified little town where this survivalist asshole lives. And he is just a dick. He's an absolute dick. Um, this is not the one who tries survived. to assault Ellie, right? This is a different one? No. This no, is no, 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 no. Okay. This is, this is an it's asshole. the one played time. by that awesome dude from uh, Deadwood. And, uh, and, as, and eventually you meet Bill, and Ellie is kind of picking through his shit and finds some, uh, finds some old uh, playgirls kind of implying that Bill is gay, which at the time was positive representation. Oh, we have a gay character in our game. But we don't come out and say he's gay, which we wouldn't accept nowadays. It was only Well, we do, you do see his his partner that hung himself. Then eventually in the game, yeah. it is revealed that you find the note that basically says, like, um, uh, Frank can't live like this with Bill anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, and he he doesn't want to go into the world, so he hangs himself in a garage, and right. then uh, Joel finds the note and gives the note to Bill, and Bill just calls the guy an idiot, crumples up the note, and throws it away. And one of the enduring lines of Bill in the video game is, um, "Love's good for one thing in this world, and that's getting you killed." He he rejects it completely. That is kind of the lesson and the moral of Bill's character is what happens to you when you have a deep love and lose it. He is a reflection of what happened to Joel at the beginning of at the beginning of the series, the beginning of the game, yeah. when he loses his daughter. Okay. You have a great love and then you lose it. Okay. And it tears you apart. And you and you don't really become a villain, but you're definitely an asshole. Yeah. Monster <laughs> or something, yeah. Now in mm. in the show um, the entire episode, like there's a little bit with Joel and Ellie at the beginning, and then it shifts back to the day, um, the day everything went crazy, the day the outbreak happened, basically. And they're evacuating the small town, and Nick Offerman is watching it all from the security cameras in his basement. He's watching all these people get loaded onto trucks, and he says, not today, you fascist fucks. And then once the town is clear... He just starts going out and getting all the shit together that he needs to survive out here. And he does an incredible job of putting together a safe space for himself where he can just survive on his own. And uh, so you really get to know Bill the character. He's a he's a lonely, angry dude. And then one day, one of his traps is set off. Hey, it's a makes pit. Makes a mean plate. It's, a, it's just a pit that someone has fallen into. And he goes out there with a rifle. And Murray Bartlett is in there. Now, people who watched... Um, 
uh, White season, Lotus. Season one of the White Lotus will recognize him as uh, oh god, I remember the character's name the other day. What was the character's name, Alex? The the concierge. Yeah, I know, but his name. Yeah. I, I don't remember. The concierge's name. Um, and he's he's this lovely, handsome silver fox guy, and he's absolutely Pack starving. He convinces Bill that he's not dangerous, and begs for a meal. And Bill brings him in, and basically over the course of an evening the two of them kind of fall for each other and it's really sweet and nick offerman uh, their their piano bench meet cute is so fucking good yeah nick offerman's bill he, yeah is an angry angry guy who has never been able to express his love for another person and finds this guy very attractive and the guy suggests maybe i could stay for longer than a day and then it cuts to 6 years later and they built a town <laughs> and then it and yeah, like they they built a town. Now they're kind of friends with uh, with Nick and Tess. It establishes that Nick and Tess, or sorry, Joel and Tess, were together for seventeen years, and yep. and really gives us more reason to understand why Tess's loss would devastate Joel. So I like that aspect of it. Um, overall, the romance that it paints between the guys is really really effective. It's really really sweet. It's really really beautiful. Eventually, Frank ends up with a, de- a degenerative disease, and Nick Offerman is just wheeling him around in a wheelchair, attending to his every need. Um, just the nicknames for the pills kills kills me. Yeah, um, that step, but the, I, that to me felt very true to life. Like that felt a hundred percent so good. That's, that's how it goes. Yeah. Um, and then Frank uh, basically tells Nick that today is my last day. Um, you're going to do this. You're going to take me down to the boutique. We're going to pick out some nice clothes. We're going to put rings on each other's fingers and decide that we're married. You're going to wear what I tell you to and you're going to like it. Uh, we're going to come home. You're going to cook me a wonderful meal. Then you're going to grind up all these pills and put them into my wine. And then you take me upstairs and put me to bed and I'll go to sleep in our bed. And... Nick Offerman breaking down in this I, is... It, it looked like he was going to rip his makeup off. He was it, emoting so hard. It looked like this was the most powerful... Like, and I've seen Nick Offerman in dramas before. He's, you know, he's strong. Uh, this was him doing his best work. It it was it's stunning. Just yeah. the anguish on his face when he decides what he decides. Yeah. And um, so spoilers for the listener. If you haven't seen the episode yet, you might want to turn it off now. Uh, what Bill decides is he's going with him, that his life has no meaning absent Frank's existence in it. And so that bothered me. Now, on the one hand, <clears throat> it bothered me when The Last of Us came out that every time you tend to see a gay narrative in media, uh, it was always tragic. It was always yeah. fucking tragic. You can't have gay love and not suffer for it. That's that's what the narrative always was. Um, so I understand the need to correct that in The Last of Us. I understand that we that I, I like that this was not hidden. This wasn't like suggested in uh, the porn that Ellie finds and the body that Joel finds. No, um, this was this was absolutely explicit in a beautiful romance. But the lesson of Bill's character and its reflection on Joel is inverted by this episode. It, it completely inverts what um, what Bill meant to Joel's character in the game. Um, <clears throat> now, they try to give him uh, a new lesson from Bill, where Bill basically writes a note to Joel 
telling him, find something you care about in this world and protect it because that's all that's important. And, uh, or find someone worth protecting because that's all life is. And Joel looks down at the kid that he's got to take care of. And Ellie puts on the shirt. <laughs> For some reason, they, they, they get to Bill's. They they, re, they find out what happens. They decide to ransack the place before moving on. And they decide to go. Both They're both going to go and take showers. And, uh, and so Ellie or Joel comes out in his classic green plaid. And Ellie's like looking good. And Ellie, and Ellie, uh, Ellie, Ellie is turned away from us. And I'm like, oh, I know that outfit. And then she turns around and, and oh, it's the Hawaii shirt. <laughs> She's wearing the Hawaii shirt from the game. I just love that reference. Um, so I, on the one hand, it was an excellent fucking episode of television. It was absolutely excellent. Um, and I think everyone, um, who hasn't played the games absolutely loved it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fucking good all around. It justified the whole show's existence. It was like lost firing in all cylinders good, which is some of the best television I've ever seen. Yeah, and I've heard some people say, well, this is just a filler episode. I'm like, that's not what this story is going for at all. This is, you don't understand what this is building to. <laughs> this is, this is, this is building the to the end of humanity. Yeah, this is another brick in the wall. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Netflix is rolling out a new system where the device you use to stream Netflix must log in to your home network every 30 days or the device will be blocked. This raises I, I, IT I heard questions. they've already how they, yeah, how they prove what your home network is. No. What do you mean you've heard they've already rolled this back? I've heard they're already stopped. They they moved the date. I don't care. Something. As like, soon as the date happens. Um, I mean, I don't want to get into how I use Netflix or the people in my life and all that jazz. But the day this happens, I pay 20 bucks a month for Netflix Canadian right now. You know what I watch on it? Stand up. That's all. I watch stand up on mm-hmm. Netflix. Every now and then I'll watch an original. I tried watching that Yoong E, that uh, Korean action sci-fi action and it was just too much drama for the first half hour i was like i was expecting more lazy guns turn that off no no no, no. it's 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 all boardrooms what do you mean it's all boardrooms? then talking Jung is all boardrooms like it's like talking? no like the, that was the joke for uh Ballastar galactica okay we've had we had two um two jet fights that's it's just boardrooms for the next like three episodes sorry <laughs> Well, I mean, it looked the opening is very um, is uh, is very special effects intensive, and kind of made me interested in where this was going. And then there was like just a half hour of the heaviest drama, and I'm like, ah, I don't need mm. this. I like Netflix for uh, Disenchanted, um, Inside Job, yeah. and Stand Up. I love Stand Up. Like I can put on two specials of Taylor Tomlinson's right now. Jen Kirkman has two specials on there. I still love Dave Chappelle. I don't care. Uh, um, Bill Barr or Bill Burr has tons of shit up there. There's uh, Todd Barry is up there. Um, you got uh, Janelle James, uh, the stand-ups. Uh, 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 Melissa Villasenor had an amazing episode. There's all kinds of fantastic stand-up. And like every now and then, an amazing BBC series will show up on Netflix. But the minute Netflix loses any value to me, it is one of like one, two, three, four streaming services that I have, and it's far and away the most expensive. At least used. I I'd rather have HBO at this point. A hundred percent. I'd rather have HBO. Uh, Even though HBO keeps cutting its content. <laughs> hey, they're putting it on a free ad-based streaming service. Apparently, that's where Westworld's going. 
I think it's literally called Freebie or something. Isn't okay. ad-based streaming just yeah. network TV at that point? I mean, what's the difference? a good idea. <laughs> the difference is this is how people want it delivered. They don't want to wait for your broadcast. Okay, it's streaming now, yes. but with commercials. Okay, fine. Yeah. That is actually is. a huge difference. Um, see, I think I think Netflix is going to lose a lot more subs this year. I a think they know that. I think they're prepared. Um, they better be. Anyway, Amazon's The Boys outperformed all of Disney Plus's Marvel uh, series to be 2022's most watched superhero series. It was the best. It was so. the best. Well earned. <clears throat> yep. In Overwatch news. A new control map, Antarctic Peninsula, will debut in Season 3 of Overwatch 2. There will be penguins, and if you shoot pools of water, fish will pop out. Mm. Uh, if you go to my YouTube channel, you will see a legit 5k against a most-wielding Ash this week. That means I got the killing blow on every single member of the enemy team in a team fight, and it was play of the game, so it was pretty nice. Um, nice. I fought a lot of top 500s and grandmasters this week, and one of them I actually beat... Um, one of them I fought on a push map and their tank was just better. So we lost. And then later I met them, this exact same fucking top 500 most using player again on, I think a King of the Hill and they, they switched off, I think Widowmaker. Then they went Tracer to try to counter me directly and they couldn't. And then they went, uh, Torbjorn and we still won. It felt so fucking good. It felt so fucking good. Employees at a GameStop in Easton, Pennsylvania? Okay. Resigned en masse when a 13-year veteran manager of the store was fired following a robbery. Uh, so one person was working at the time. Two men showed up, said they wanted to buy a PS5. And when that employee went to the back to uh, get the PS5 from the secure room where they're held, they followed the kid back there, threatened them, basically. Didn't even show a weapon. Just threatened the kid into submission and walked out with 10 PlayStation 5s. Uh, as a result, GameStop CEOs decided, well, we need to fire that manager. Now, the manager was universally beloved and the top performer in his region. So all of his staff quit, basically, all but two. Which is not something you really want to do in this economy, so I guess you really... That is incredible management. Yeah. Outstanding. No uh, notes. <laughs> GameStop's saying mission accomplished because they can restaff the store at a fraction of the cost. Uh <laughs> oh, uh, well, isn't does GameStop own the store? Or is it a franchise? If that was a franchise, no, it's not a franchise. GameStop oh, okay. owns all the stores. Okay, so uh, that 13 year manager was probably getting paid more than nothing because he's been there for 13 years. So this was just a way to get rid of him. Gross. Capitalism. I worked for, the, so I worked for the company for a little while. Capitalism they, they bought makes us my our company. grossest selves. Tim Schafer will be inducted into the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences Hall of Fame at the 26th Annual Dice Awards this month in recognition of his 30-year impact on the games industry. That's well-earned. Yeah. I don't mind Tim Schafer getting that. I mean, he hasn't done anything lately that's any good. but He doesn't have to anymore. That's right. That's right. In that's right, some, Alex, I said it. some's opinion, in others' opinion, I would say it was a return to form. <laughs> Giant. 89% of Metacritic would, would, would say that. So, Giant Bob reporter Jeff Grubb says Insomniac are shooting for a hard R rating for their Wolverine game. 
the intent, good, 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 good. They intend to avoid any links or references to the Fox movies, and the game will begin before he joins the X-Men. Apparently, he's heard of a fall 2024 release date, but they're also talking about 2025. We get a we get a, a Wolverine game with this member. We're going to be okay. Oh, if, it's, if it's before he joined oh, up, it's going to take place entirely in your neck of the woods. I know. How many games take place in Canada? I can dig it. We're, we're a violent, I mean, I, I like to country. think that Alan Wake did. Full of angry people. Alan Wake did not take place in Canada. It, that, it was Canada enough. It was certainly that, rural enough. That always felt like Pacific Northwest. Yeah. It, it, it was. It, it looks like a show that was trying to be Pacific Northwest, but well, shot in Vancouver. Yeah, shot in Vancouver. <laughs> uh, That's what it felt like. Xbox exclusive Redfall will require a persistent online connection for both single player and co-op play. I mean, you get a decent Far Cry game in there. You got my attention. Yeah, yeah but what about we'll the troops? What about the troops overseas who want to play Redfall? We have a system for that. They can it's get called... a Steam Deck. Yeah, left for dead. I don't. Know. Uh, Electronic Arts has reportedly canceled the single-player Titanfall project. The respawn-developed game known internally as Titanfall Legends was a first-person shooter with a focus on mobility and style. Around 50 people at respawn will be affected by the cancellation. Some will be placed in other projects. Some will be laid off. This is why we can't So many nice people things. have lost so many jobs in like two weeks. Yeah, they're like single-player, not enough microtransactions. Uh... Okay, we're just we're just gonna collapse again, and maybe hopefully Kickstarter can save the game industry in some way, but beyond, or at least make a couple more Hollow Knights. Beyond the DLC, there's no microtransactions in Dead Space. Nope. Oh. And some costumes, and that's fine. Well, and EA is also a Jedi Survivor, so they know single player games make money. Yeah. Does nobody believe people when they say they liked Titanfall and Titanfall Two? They were really good games. I don't know why they keep trying to do Destiny. Destiny didn't work for, for Bungie. It's yeah. falling apart of the seams. Uh, that cool PlayStation Plus collection of like 30 games is going away after May 9th. So PlayStation 5 users buy everything in the collection right now. When I say buy, it just means like you quote unquote purchase it, but it's free. Mm-hmm. Just have it in your library. Pretty, yeah. And then after May 9th, as long as you're a PS Plus subscriber, you'll still have all those games. And those are, there's some awesome fucking games in there. Go I don't get know. Yeah. Why is the Crash Bandicoot one stuck at 30 frames on PS5? It's fucking ludicrous. Yeah, because, well, it wasn't developed by PlayStation, man. Well, it was that 60 was... FPS on PC. What the fuck? I don't know, man. Go talk to EA or whoever owns the license. I will talk to EA I, or Traveler's I, Tales or whoever the fuck. No, it's, um, isn't it Activision now? It's Activision now. I think it is. Yes, it, it is. is yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know, they're Satan, so that's what you get. Uh, yeah. The PlayStation Plus games. For... It, Go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 I was just like, just looking at what, the, the Blizzard thing from last week is making me think, you know what, this is it. I'm not getting Diablo 4. You're Jesus a liar. Christ. You're a liar. I You're I will liar. hold out for at least three years. I I, yeah. I, I, will, I will put money uh, on that. You will not. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with Chamberlain. I think I, think I can do it. I, just, just I can quit any time I want. Just wait until the next cinematic trailer comes out, you lying liar. I'm putting the cross in front of the door right now. I've got all my soup for my detox. I can smell the smoke on your pants from Canada. I don't see any babies on the ceiling. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> the PlayStation Plus games for February are Destiny 2 Beyond Light, Evil Dead the Game, Ollie Ollie World, and Mafia the Definitive Edition. Destiny 2 Beyond Light, the DLC I bought for Destiny 2 that made me go, oh God, what have I done? This is nothing. Yeah. 
I paid 30 bucks for nothing. Um, I don't know if Evil Dead the game is any good. Uh, Mafia is probably shitty because it's a Mafia game. Mm-hmm. But Ollie Ollie World is fucking excellent, listener. Absolutely get Ollie Ollie World. I guarantee I'll, I'll you can have a good that. time with that. That's um, the skateboarding? Yeah, dude, yeah. The skateboarding. And, it, and it's all like Cal Art animation style? Yes. It, like, it yeah. looks like, it, it looks like look it's, uh, it's a kingdom that they visit in an episode of Adventure Time. Right. Uh, we got a lot of details about Resident Evil Remake this week. Leon's knife now has durability, but he'll be able to pick up a bunch of different knives. So okay. you can only parry the chainsaw maybe once or twice. I don't know. Oh, I bet you, I, what if you can catch a clearer they throw at you and throw it back? What? Like, you know when like the ladies throw knives at you? Oh. Okay, that'd be neat. That wouldn't uh, it? <laughs> side quests have been added. There are apparently barely any quick time events and none that appear during cutscenes. That is just that. fine with me. Yep. Yep. Ashley no longer has a health bar. Now if she Ooh. takes too much damage, she'll go into a, quote, downed state and will need to be revived. If she's hit in this state, she will die. Well, um, I do, never I do that hard to defend. I do appreciate that Ashley no longer looks like a high school girl. Yes, now she looks 20-something. Thank you very much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, there is a new crossbow weapon, and Game Informer says it's a very faithful remake compared to RE2 and 3, and some scenes are like one-to-one, exactly the same. Uh, so we, uh, we can so expect the uh, the vendor back with the trench coat? I hope so. I hope he'll buy it at a high price. Stranger. Oh, I need it. I yeah, need it. I need it. Like I need it. If they if they switch that guy up, I'm going to be really disappointed. I hope they don't. And I just after oh, Dead Space, I'm, I'm my so... expectations for remakes have just kind of notched up, and everything they're like, saying I was... here sounds sounds that good to me. I was convinced they would cut like half the island and half the castle. Well, I and mean, maybe if we're lucky, we get the whole village. Game Informer has played like three or five hours or something like that, so maybe they did. Um. It sounds like there's more shit in there, and God, yes. that game is so long and so perfect. Um, and prior to Dead Space last week coming out, I uh, I decided to boot up my Resident Evil Village save and just kind of truck through it with my Magnum and have some fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, and fuck, it's good looking. So it, yes, it, it does. It, it kind good. of yeah, it kind of increased my hype for uh, for the RE4 remake. So those those werewolves are f- technical technical feats. I'll call, yeah. yeah. Capcom's going to yeah, have a lot, great year. RE4 remake. There's going to be a new Monster Hunter this year, probably. Street Fighter Six is this year. Mm. Jeez. Is Devil May Cry super dead? Are they doing anything with that? Again? If they're doing anything with it, they haven't said anything about it. Yeah. That game it's needs... It's been like six years since five? Devil May Cry needs a DMC-style reboot again. Again, yes. uh, but they, everyone lost their shit last time. They got a great game, and I don't. Yeah, they didn't mm, play still it mad about they it. Lost their shit. Uh, Star Wars mm. Jedi Survivor has been delayed six weeks to April twenty eighth. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna play yeah, it anyway. First one was not that good. The best thing about that game was the fucking map. Uh, Jason Schreier it says good. it was a good map. It was a great map. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Schreier says 343 Industries is losing almost 100 people due to Microsoft layoffs and is starting from scratch on the next Halo game. It will pivot to Unreal Engine. Imagine losing money betting on Halo. Well, if you mismanagement... How, how did they mis- do that? If you mismanagement, mismanage it enough, you can do it, Alex. I believe in Microsoft. They can fuck this one up, too. Did you see the uh, reporting Jason Schreier did on PSVR 2? Okay, well, now was he the one who said that? Yeah. Uh, 
So he came out and said that what? they're cutting production because of lack of interest. Yes, apparently. And Sony came out and was like, no, uh-uh. no. Yeah, that was... And yeah, it was like all... Every major outlet picked up that news story. And then Sony came out and flatly said, released a statement saying, we have not cut production of PSVR 2 at all, period. That's bullshit. So I decided not to put it in the headlines. But no part of me said that story was bullshit when I read it. It sounded yeah. perfectly accurate based on the level of hype I and anyone I know and anyone I read They're online has for Barely PSVR advertising 2. it. I couldn't I couldn't believe like yeah, like it, it doesn't surprise me at all. Nobody wants it. Yeah, I, I thought VR died a quiet death like 3 years ago, but okay. Like, I'm not even I've, sure when it's coming out. Uh, yeah, cuz none of us care. No, I don't. It's also it's VR and it's just it's expensive. We're not there yet. Just work. The best use for my PS4 VR headset was playing Overwatch. <laughs> and I did it religiously. <laughs> anyway. Like, it's it's a very frame rate intensive form of entertainment, and it still just looks like PS2 games to run, yeah. any, to run decently. It's not good. We're not there yet. It's not good. Far Cry 7 and Far Cry multiplayer are reportedly in the works at Ubisoft. Oh, I see the, oh, the ocean's still wet. Yeah. Yeah, really They're making another Far Cry, you say? Okay. Really? Well, wow. I never would have expected Ubisoft to do that. Especially after 2 and 3 and 4 and 5 and 6. <sighs> How long can they go back to that well? How many times? I, I guess people I mean, keep fucking buying it. Like, I bought the last one. I didn't. I mean, I 6 wasn't good. as good as 5, it. but 6 and wasn't I, bad. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I still remember Danny singing along to the songs and, and when you drive around. I that was pretty good. That. I liked that a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How time, much Gina Carl Esposito you get? That's well, not yeah. not nearly enough. Very little. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But um, you know, there is there is still something fun and cool about um about the the basic general design of a Far Cry game of creeping through the woods up at this enemy encampment and going at it however you decide. That's why I loved um, Metal Gear Solid Five. 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 I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yes. why I love like that. That basic concept is fucking awesome. If you can give me that in a way that doesn't feel like, like there was still something even, uh, even with you know all the the um, I forget what those backpacks they had you wear in six were called. Oh, I remember um, those. Yeah, the, yeah. Even the, with the even with attacks, those supers. Yeah. Yeah, even with those supers that Far Cry 6 gave you, even with the super endearing and cool companion characters that Far Cry 6 gave you, um, the the actual what you were doing in every single mission was so similar to what I was doing in Far Cry 3. And the layouts, you know, the way enemies behaved, it was all so identical to Far Cry 3 and 4 and 5 and 6. Um, I'm just fucking bored with it. Like, you need to I know. design those in a more interesting way. And so, then I'll love it again. So make how do you fix it? Somehow. So to, to, to pivot to a different... Make different boxes, <laughs> for one. Well, I mean, if you pivot to the other other big Ubisoft property, Assassin's Creed, they took a break from it, and they basically changed the genre. And I'm, I'm fine right. with the RPG-ish, open-world Assassin's Creed. I like them a lot. So how do you do that to Far Cry? What can you do to it? Um, I think you need to up the immersion factor. It's a first-person game. Um, I think you need to refocus. Wait, on... go ahead. 
What if there you had like a suit and that suit could switch to different powers at any given time? It's no. One could be like invisibility or it could no. be faster. What? What? No, come on, hear me Stop out. It. No. No, that's a, that's another gimmick like the uh like the like the supers in six. What it needs is more No no no, we can make at least three games around this. More interesting and none of them will run. More interesting <laughs> more interesting enemy AI, uh more mm. expressive action, uh more immersive presentation. Needs... I think that would do it. It doesn't have building destruction, does it? A... You can't like knock uh, a wall down. No. No. The coolest, but I did love how once you clear uh, like a checkpoint, uh, you always had to blow up the sign, and so like you pull out your grenade launcher, and yeah, and the sign blows up and it goes all slow mo. Like that was cool, but again, I think the answer is to kind of maybe slow the action down in a Last of Us sense, because mm. if you like, Last of Us is intense as fuck, but it actually plays very slowly if you think about it. Um, mm. you can increase immersion by doing that. I mean, I mean, we're just you know spitballing. Yeah, yeah. We're back. We're backseat developing. Is what exactly. We're doing. Yeah. But yeah. It's all we're good for, really. Yeah, pretty, <laughs> I can't program or draw or write very yeah, well. Yeah, but I I could plan this. Game I, I can point at things and say I like it though. <laughs> I could definitely do that. No, <laughs> really. Well, I, I can complain like really hard. That uh, that works too. Oh, I can. Yeah. Have you? Uh, I assume you have Dead Space Remake in your queue. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it hasn't shipped. Okay. I'm, I've got... Uh, next is Evil West. And then there's the Final Ooh. Fantasy Crisis Core remake. That does sound fun. Ooh. So, Evil West will get no started No one hates it. Tomorrow. Everyone's pretty Wait, pleased with it. Crisis Core remake? Is that is that out? Yeah. Came out last yeah. month. Oh, yeah. People liked it. Oh, I never played the original you... on PSP or whatever, so I'm actually kind of curious about it. I didn't hear anything about the Crisis Core remake. Like yeah, now. it, it kind of snuck out, but people Hang seem on. to like it. Decent to uh, highly positive reviews. Yeah. Crisis Core remake Metacritic. I'd probably be high 70s is my guess. 78. Okay. The people who liked it really liked it, hmm. but I don't really like Final Fantasy VII, so my mileage probably ain't that far. Yeah. Not only that, but like Crisis Core is Zach and uh, Aerith, right? Yes. I don't yeah, know. It's all, it's all like prequel stuff, yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, catch me up when Tifa's back and I might check it out. Well, but it depends if yeah, they have Aerith right, from the Final Wake fun... me when we're, when we're doing like a. If they have Aerith from what? the Final Fantasy VII remake with the boots and the attitude, I'd like that. I think. I, I, certainly, I think they did that. I certainly didn't mind it. And man, after all we said about the problematic aspects of Persona, we're all like, "I'll play it with the big titty brawler girl." No, Aerith was better than Tifa. <laughs> no, 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 no. The new design, which was slightly less objectifying, no, but also Tifa was still. They knew like, what they were doing. Tifa was hundred percent. She's, she's yeah. Like the amount she's still of attention that was paid to Tifa's abs is uh, um, obsessive. I'm trying to find a word for problematic. It. Sounds no, I don't want to say problematic. I think maybe my, my appreciation for it is problematic. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tifa's abs were sick, and I loved them. And then Cloud had like the same attention paid to his biceps. Honestly, they threw so much money at the at the, yeah, the drag sequence. I was I was very impressed. I know, killing it. Moving on. I don't know if that makes things right, but it is something. Well, that sequence That's was awesome. I, I will defend it. Yeah, no. I, I fully expect them to just never have it. No, it's totally to right around it's it. Great. 
<laughs> it's a centerpiece. It's like a music video in the middle of the game. It was great. Yeah, there's a yeah. part of me that wanted to finish it, but honestly, I just didn't care that much. I don't think I it, even got it. Was, it was sold to me as a third of a game and felt like a quarter of a game. You but didn't even whatever. get to the point where, where Barrett gets stabbed. Yeah, you didn't finish it. I did. I was at the last two hours. Oh. So wait. Yeah, I'm, I was at the... We're, we're wrapping up for realsies, for realsies. So Alex, part. you got to the part where Barrett was stabbed, right? And the Willow... Oh, yeah, and like the... the, 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 the... Right. right, yeah, that shit. Oh, I love like, Right before there. Like, after, after the ring falls yeah. a little bit. Yep. Well, if we can, I was right. If we end. can correct the errors of the Last of Us, we can correct the errors of Final Fantasy VII. Yes, we can. Barrett lives. Aerith well, is. A I hold out hope for like a Legends of Mana style remake for nine. That'd be really great. That'd be really great. Aerith. Mm. That'll lives, never right? happen. Yeah, Aerith does live. Okay. Everybody lives. But will just this will part two or part three have Vincent in it? Is the question. Are we going to get our vampire, our, 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 oh. our depressed vampire in or not? I don't know if they cut him out. That'd be interesting. Yui is an optional character. You could completely miss him. I feel like they've taken so... In the original game. They've taken so long to make this, I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think they're going to spend this much and put a missable character into it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. probably fair. <laughs> we don't even know if we're going to get that this year or not. Who knows? Ooh! Wakanda oh, Forever's on certainly not. Wakanda Forever's on Disney Plus now. I haven't watched it yet. I'm gonna watch uh, it. Yeah, I know. I was like, I gotta. Uh, yeah. Angela Bassett's got an Oscar, you say? Well, a nomination. For this, though. Yeah. I got it. I'll I'll check it out. Oh God, there was something. Um, speaking of, <clears throat> speaking of black stuff. Um, oh, that's actually right here in my Twitter feed. <clears throat> This is a Twitter account called African and Black History. It's at African Archives, and it's a bunch of really interesting shit. And here's one that I learned today. The Banyole of the ancient kingdom of Uganda practiced and perfected C-sections long before the Europeans. While Europeans mainly concentrated on saving the baby, the Ugandans were performing the operation successfully, saving both mother and child. And then there's a huge threat about it. Apparently, they... Uh, sterilized their tools in the hands of the surgeon with uh, banana wine and they um, uh, they gave the woman a bunch of banana wine to uh, uh, to ease her pain and then one guy held her feet down one guy kind of held the stomach still the surgeon made the incision they immediately cauterized the wound ah. then they cl- then they clamped and then they withdraw the baby um, put the woman on her side to drain all the fluid out and uh, the stuff from the embryonic sac um, and then they clamp the wound back together and apply a bunch of herbs and shit to the outside. And then, um, and then there's a celebration because the mother, the child is born and the mother is fine. Uh, the first official C-section was, of course, accredited to a European, um, a guy named James Barry. Um, but he learned it from these Ugandans. Oh, son of a bitch. And that always makes me think of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Where yeah. little John's wife uh, is trying to give birth, but she's going to die because the baby's in breach or something like that. And then um, Morgan Freeman goes in with a knife and saves them both. And the guy's like, he's huh. killing her, he's killing her. And Kevin Costner's like, no, man, he's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. That's actually historically accurate. I love that. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's the first time I thought of Prince of Thieves in almost 25 years. Well, you know, Christian Slater was important once. I have he's, a brother. He's still doing voiceover work. He's having fun. Yeah, man. He's the voice of the dad. And, um, I know. He was good. He was yeah, funny. Great. And he's uh, the CIA guy in all these recent Archer seasons. Yeah, he was. <laughs> As Slater. Yeah. Just Slater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah, I, that's, yeah, that's all I movies got I haven't thought about. It 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 tickles me that uh, David, that you knew uh, the perfect drug just off the top of your head. That makes me happy. Yes. David. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. No man, I, had, I that, have, that's some good final boss music. I'll give it up for that. I, I once had a Nine Inch Nails playlist that was like four songs. There was like two of them off the Downward Spiral. Um, Dead Souls from uh, the Crow soundtrack and the Perfect Drug. The they problem keep is calling me. Yeah, he's still making Trent Reznor still making music, but it all sounds like he's trying to recapture what he did, you know, twenty years ago. Well, it I mean, all that's sounds sound. the same. He's a no, he's a pretty good composer. Well, yeah, I'm not taking away anything. It's just that that I don't know if Nine Inch. I Nails think he's way overhyped, but I think he's okay anymore. Mm, but. You got to understand, like Trent Reznor was like the. You know, he was our Beatles. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, like, he made the shit that we listened to at parties, and we drove around and listened to, like, yeah, like, he was important for a generation. He's still, and, yeah. um, still active. His Oscar win is a joke, though. I like that. What was his Oscar win for? The Social Network. Oh, well, yeah, but he's doing... The know, riveting score of The Social Network. But he's doing, like, you know, he's still fucking working, and he's healthy. He's not, he's he hasn't touring. died of drugs. I yeah. think he still tours. Yeah. He he goes to the Keith Richards School of Immortality. Oh God, who is that? I think he cleaned himself up actually, at some point. Yeah, no, he I did. Think yeah. He's, I think he's like super healthy. He's you super you buff. can't be a film composer and not like literally command an orchestra. You, you got to kind of be on it. Which reminds me, I still need to see Tar. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, actually. everyone loves it. Is it? Is what? It's on Netflix US. Kate uh, Blanchett Tar. Yes. What? I think. Netflix. Opening Netflix. Does Netflix suddenly have value to me? <laughs> Tar. Tar, search. It is not available to stream on Netflix. However, wait. wait when? I could have sworn I saw it. Like, nope. thing for it. Will Tar be on Netflix? There's Tarzan Tar will not be streaming Netflix. However, yeah. Okay, well, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Tease, tease. Get my hopes up. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's a Korean show, I think it's called. It's mm. like, okay, it's called Physical 100. And it's 100 of the fittest people in South Korea, I think. And these are all gorgeous hard bodies. And they're just, con- they're just um, uh, engaging in feats of strength and strategy against each other. <laughs> and I don't know why I turned this on one night, but then I watch all three available episodes, and it gets to the third episode, and you get to the end, and it's like, the next one will be up on, oh, this is number two in TV shows in Canada today. And then you get to the third episode, oh, wait, there's a fourth episode, there's a third. <gasps> oh, it was only the first two episodes. Mm. Um, yeah, so now there's new episodes up, and episode five and six will be available February 7th. Um, all of these people are so incredibly positive 
about themselves and about each other. They all have such positive attitudes. They're all cheering for each other as they go through these feats um, that I wanted to keep watching it. I was really amazed. Like, I don't go in for reality shows ever. I don't go in for game shows ever. Um, no. The charisma of these people and the way the uh, drama of it was handled in the shows kept me watching for two and a half hours. What's it called? I was, there it's was called a... Physical One. I think it's called Physical 100. Yeah. And this was on Netflix. Yes, Physical... Maybe Canadian Netflix. Do we, do we all have it? Physical colon 100. Physical colon 100. Physical dot dot one hundred. Hmm. Just a, just a bunch of really fit Asian folk. Yeah. And like some of them, they are, he, you're you're right. They are fit. Yeah. Some of them are like. Um, Holy crap! The guy with the half body tattoo. Jesus. Some of them are like Yakuza. fitness bloggers. Some of them are. There was, yeah, right. there was one where there was a guy who's like known. Everyone in Korea knows this guy's name because he's like both a fitness guru and he's he was. Uh, like uh, he trained their special forces basically right. and uh, this guy decides that for his challenge he's going to challenge this guy who's known as the backup dancer to this big star this big you know Korean pop star and the guy's just a backup dancer and the backup dancer kicks the guy's ass <laughs> it's fucking wicked <laughs> the drama of it is wicked and that's what kept me going that and their their consistent positivity about anything they're so supportive of each other it's really neat <laughs> <laughs> and then when you fail when you fail a challenge uh the show opens with all of them walking around this room with a hundred um casts of their bodies and their physiques and if you lose your challenge you have to walk into a room pick up a hammer and smash your body and then and then you leave and you're out that uh hmm. physical 100 on netflix bizarre but okay yeah but entertaining. Yeah. Um, you have any Columbo fans in the house? I wouldn't call myself a fan. I'm familiar. Do you like Natasha Leone? Natasha Leone. Yeah. Oh, God. It was so good. Poker face so good. Oh, fuck. My brother. Poker face is so fucking my good. My brother forced me to uh, to sign up for the free trial. Have you seen all three episodes? I've only seen. I've, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen the first three. Okay, I've only so seen good. The, I've only seen the first one. Uh, so this is done by Ryan Johnson. And mm -hmm. it's like an inversion of the mystery, kind of. No, it's Columbo. It's the how catch him. And uh, and Natasha Leone is able to be her ridiculously charismatic self, often supported by really really strong actors. In the first episode, mm -hmm. it's Adrian Brody and Benjamin Bratt. Um, I can't like yeah, I'm fucking hyped to keep watching Poker Face, man. It's excellent. Um, two two is a little bit of a disappointment. The the subway product placement is. Yeah. The most egregious I've ever seen. Yeah, my brother was pointing out a bunch of the product placement. It is so much of the episode takes place in a goddamn subway. Other than that, though, it's pretty. It's really good. No, and oh man, oh the third episode I love. Yeah, I'm hyped to keep watching it. Poker Face is definitely two thumbs up. Third episode has like three performances that are just like, I love you all. Hmm. Please keep making. Please keep making stuff. I've seen your IMDb's and I'm. It's a tragedy. I'm definitely checking it out. Mm. And um, Maya Rudolph produces. Holy oh, shit. maybe she'll get anyway, a star. Maybe, hopefully. She should. All right. Mm. All right. Good evening, gentlemen. In that case, Alex, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Oh.
Bye-bye.